being a foodie also about the experience. That's what I just said. Well, I know, multiple times. Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm Mark Holloway, joined by Ann Hubert. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one's on yeah. you. This is, a, this is an Ann, an Ann podcast. Ann-driven? It is, because today we're going to talk about, drum roll, being a foodie on the road. Actually, you called it... Fun Foodie Adventures. And how to do it. And how to do it. God, you're so cheesy. Well, I didn't think you were going to actually read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell everybody that we haven't, I haven't looked at what you've written down because um, I'm not a really a foodie. I used to be. Please. I wish you could see my eye roll. Why? You think I'm a foodie? No. Oh. I, no. I, well, I find it hard to believe that you used to be. Well, I used to, I put myself through college, it, you know, first of all, bartending and then managing restaurants. Yeah, but that's yeah. not a foodie. No, but I loved the business. I thought I was actually going to become a restaurant owner. That's what I wanted to do until I realized how absolutely freaking hard those people work. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to have a, a you know a wife and some children, and you never see them because you get home at four o'clock in the morning. So I got rid of that quickly. But I loved the restaurant business, mm-hmm. and I do love some food, as you know. Yeah. But for some. me, <laughs> well, so I just have to apologize. We're doing an episode that I don't, <laughs> it sounds like I don't care anything about. <laughs> But I do. I mean, food is important. It's just fuel, right? And it's, oh, and so it's I'm, just fuel. And healthy, yes. Yeah, healthy <laughs> fuel, and it is. But foodie stuff is is cool to me because I have been involved in some foodie stuff relatively recently, and I like it. It's it's interesting. I just need to be very careful what I Here's the first thing you need to do is you need to be willing to travel more than 10 miles from your home. Yeah, I'm too busy. No, uh, you're just... So, you what, like what, so let's start off by... I'm going to interview you in this one. Okay. What the hell is a foodie? It's kind of an overused name, but it's somebody that sort of it likes to experiment with food and try different kinds of foods, different restaurants, you know, different experiences. But they're like really into it, right? Like food, like is yeah. a, is like a, like music to me. Yeah. It's like it's you think about it a lot, and you're you just you really want to you're like into food. <laughs> well, it, but it's not so much into food as it is into the experience that comes with the food as gotcha. well. So, so it's it's uh it's trying new things, it's mm-hmm. excitement of that. It's 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 uh it's believe it or not kind of an intimate thing. I mean, it's you know, it's an adventure typically if you go by yourself, you're going to meet people that are very like-minded right. anyway. If you go with someone else, it's um you know, you're you're trying something that you haven't done before usually. Right. Okay. Food you haven't done, you know, tried before or maybe you have, but Maybe so it's the same chef. ignorant question for me is, is being a foodie also about the experience? That's what I just said. Well, I know. Multiple but times. It, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is so it's, it's not so much finding, you know, some great barbecue or some amazing sushi. It's the experience of the presentation mm-hmm. of, uh, of, yeah. of something unique that mm-hmm. you haven't been presented in that way before. Yeah, it's everything from the sights and feels of a, the restaurant or even the space you're in. Maybe it's not, a, maybe it's like an outdoor setting, a, tar- a farm to table place or something. Okay. So we got a problem from right, right at the get go. Okay. The problem is that I'm looking at your notes and there's a freaking smiley face <laughs> on, my, on my note page, which is already pissing me off because I don't do smiley faces. <laughs> All right, so um, let's just follow your outline here because okay. you've got foodie fun on the road. Yep. Um, kind of walk me through it. So you want to explore, so we're talking about being a traveler yep. and 
being a foodie or maybe becoming a foodie because let's you know this this could be an idea for some people out there that do travel alone or or with a partner mm -hmm. and it's like gosh we just go home and we do our work and we yeah. be sure we do the sightseeing things that there are in that town and we explore the town or we just sit around and do nothing right this could be a new a new thing to explore very much so yeah okay. so i kind of was breaking it down into two different Section so you know there's fun food opportunities while driving to your assignment. All right, what do you mean by that? I mean so you're every one of you sit down and plan your you know I'm going from Minnesota to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Where am I going to stay? You know mm -hmm. what route am I taking? Right. Um, and you know when am I planning to stop for lunch? When am I planning to spend the night? When, you know and you plan all that out. Right, I got you. For the most part. I've um, done that. We've taken family trips and yeah. I've driven through. Las Vegas, New Mexico. Right. And we made it a point to stop at a place that I'd been to before with a couple of buddies of mine from college back in the day. And right. of course, it never quite lives up to the expectation never. of what it used to be like when right. we were in college back in the day. Yeah. But, but, it, but it's similar. It's, it's like, you know, well, so when I go on vacation, I believe it or not, and I have this on the list for later too, but, you know, like, Shows like diners, drive-ins, and dives. Right, well, and I love that stuff because they're I just can't you know eat any of it. it makes me they're love. going into, but he's going into small towns. See what happened to him? See how big he got for <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> Most chefs are, except for like Holy Bobby Flay, yeah. <laughs> but he works out hard. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, you can go to his website and you can find all of the places that he's ever been. And you, Done know, that. you, I know, yeah, me too. And you can see if there are any on your way. We actually did that down in Phoenix. We tried to find a diner, drive-ins, and dives place, and ended up being the guy that can eat the huge amount of food. Mm -hmm. It was the wrong information. Yeah, I hope that. And that's so the we, we went to a, a McMexican place yeah. and down there, and it was the biggest burrito. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be Guy Fieri stuff. And it turned out <laughs> you that were, I was. You I'm like, I don't. Yeah, you no, went to no, the wrong they, no, no, I didn't oh. go to the website. They had it incorrect. <laughs> oh. They had it was it was all those kinds of shows combined into a, a into an app. Right. And they say, yeah, we get that all the time. It's supposed to be this, but it's really we're the biggest burrito in all of you know, Phoenix or something like that. Well, even my, my daughter, when we went to Phoenix for Christmas, um, she went with an agenda of all these restaurants that she had found on Instagram that you know were popular on Instagram. And we had a whole day of we're going to the Cupcake ATM, we're going to this Mexican restaurant, we're going to that, you know, and they were all in Old Town, Scottsdale, so. Interesting. Yeah, anyway. All right. So, yeah, just, you know, fun ways to kind of along your journey. I like stop. it. I like you know? it. So besides looking at things like that, do you just, like, do some research. You're, mm -hmm. like, looking at each town, yeah. major or small, that you're driving through. Yeah, go to, like, their tourist site. figuring out when you're going to be going through, mm -hmm. if it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner time, and, mm -hmm. and kind of timing your drive. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool because I like your idea because it's not just about where you are and where you're actually going. There's a ton of opportunity in between on the way. Yeah, so right. you're so you're you're getting a you're getting a real taste of America. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what you're doing, and you know, and you can like I'm, I'm probably going to repeat myself several times, but you know, you can call tourists the tourists. Um, council in mm -hmm. your in whatever towns you're kind of going through. You could ask locals. You can ask the sweet man that. You bought gas from in the small town. What's right. the best diner in town? You know, I mean, so cool. yeah, that's part of that. But once you get to an assignment, what I say really is, um, there's a bunch of different things you can do. Obviously, you can start with your restaurant, the restaurant association in the town or the state that you're in. And I didn't know there was such a thing as a restaurant yeah. association. Well, yeah, think about it. They, I mean, you're keeping track of you know various restaurants. Li um, uh, licenses and, and you know that kind of stuff. Like health, even, even like the health inspectors, so sure. they have to go in there. Yeah. So there's got to be a record of that. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so you research that and you get a list. Yeah. Well, and those are great places for, especially for finding like pop-ups. Yeah, let's talk about pop-ups because this is, I, I, I have experienced a pop-up and it's cool. What was your experience? Well, so I was down in a small town outside of Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine took me to a sushi place. I love sushi. That's one of the things I really, I really do enjoy. Yeah. This was a, um, a white guy who got accolades from Japanese... As opposed to being a Japanese yes, chef? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, but, it was, but even he said, he said they, they were blown away at his, at his sushi skill. Right. skills. And he was looking to start a restaurant, but he didn't have the funding yet. Mm-hmm. The guy was amazing. So we went into a, a real high-end furniture gallery mm-hmm. during the day, but it was closed. Yep. There happened to be kind of a semi-kitchen, almost like a half-kitchen in there, but he had everything all prepped. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool. They had they serviced a, you know, a bottle of wine. We sat basically at the chef's table, which is what it turned out to be. Mm-hmm. There was maybe eight of us. Mm-hmm. And um, just first-hand Total information. First, we went down by the fire. There's a fireplace they had on, and we sat down and we were instructed as to what you know the, the, the dinner was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool mm-hmm. because this particular sushi was aged sushi. They had they had prepped it and aged it in salts and different kinds of things to keep the, the fish fresh. So it's so, also educational, right? So was, yep. he had a new one and he had an aged one. We happened to be on the aged one, and it was it was really cool. My mm-hmm. wife and I were down there and um, watching him prep and do this stuff and it was like I said it was in a furniture gallery mm-hmm. but it was super intimate really cool yeah um, it wasn't cheap but it was, no. <laughs> but, it was but it was amazing and uh, and did you try stuff that you had never tried before now you know me with sushi I eat about anything I literally, <laughs> right, you do. I yeah. really, literally will especially right. if um, you know someone who you know owns a restaurant Japanese they tell me to eat this I could yeah. be a gullible tourist and they, whatever but I'll do it yeah I've eaten fish has I've eaten pretty much anything I, I would definitely say that's the one place where you are a true foodie yeah yeah because I love that I mean because it's mm-hmm. it's all healthy I mean for the most part they're not soaking that in butter or anything else no. like that it's it's um I mean there are some fatty different things but it's yeah mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a sushi kind of snob guy and I'm yeah like, <laughs> so this is right up my alley I love it and it was a great experience and so I even asked my friend I said you know how do you find stuff like this because mm-hmm. it was his town but um, there are places to find these pop-ups and I, th- I would highly urge that yep. I don't care what your cuisine is if you can find a pop-up you know you got I, I know that there's sites that you can find go to these things and they actually rate them so there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's I'm sure like any other restaurant there's good and bad pop-ups sure but um, you know, this was this was two servings only on Friday and Saturday night only, yep. and it was by reservation. You had to do like four weeks in advance, right? Yeah. But it was cool. They are cool. It was a really neat treat. Well, some of the fun ones I've done are um, we did one that was a farm to table in a winery. Oh, that sounds cool. In the middle of summer, you right. know, and so it's just this long table outside in the winery, and you have. You taste, so it's a wine tasting and cheese. And but everything, all the food was fresh yeah, right from there. Right, yeah, was it sourced both, locally. Both, both and meat and vegetable mm-hmm. from the farm. Yeah, yep. they, it was so fun. You watch the sun go down and same kind of thing, kind of educating mm-hmm. you what you were yep. what you were doing, how it, was, how it was cooked, how it was made. Yeah. That's just really cool to me. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm into that aspect of it. I hope people out there are too, because I mean, this is kind of cool stuff. So you can find Fair these. Yep. Now they're going to have trouble if you're probably in a smaller town. I would imagine there's more options in the larger city you are. Mm-hmm. But that I would make still me, try. Yeah, there's always so somebody wanting to start something and get their skills out right. there. That's what this. That's what this chef was. He yeah. was. He was unbelievable. Like I said he got accolades from, you know, 
guys yeah. from Japan that have been sous chefs, sushi chefs, yeah. which is not sous chef, very different no. thing, yeah. for, for decades. And he was blown away and they were so amazed because right. it just isn't common. No. One um, of the best ones I went to was in Palisades, Colorado, and that's not a big town. Yeah. At all. Interesting. So, all right, yeah. so pop-ups and you find them how? One great place is a restaurant association. And then, you know, as you start delving into it and you start talking to people, you'll start finding out about it. It's kind of like those, you know, those nightclubs you hear about if you were actually young enough to go to nightclubs. Yeah, well, just the place. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking nightclubs my age that didn't have raves back then. No, they didn't. They were still, they were still uh, you know, ballroom dancing. <laughs> no, there were parties <laughs> in our backyard. <laughs> but there, was, there were like these hidden things you could go yeah. to in big city. We'd go to Detroit or Chicago and go, oh, you'd find one of these. And it was like game on, right? right. So same kind of thing with this yeah. is that you have to you have to know what you're doing and I do think that for travelers out there they'll get more experienced at this mm -hmm. as they kind of learn and there are there are groups on Facebook yep, that's there are where other we were headed oh sorry yeah. Guys. Yeah, that's, why no, that's okay there are ways that you can start to cheat on some of this stuff and get connected with people and say hey I'm yeah. going to this particular town well, anybody so, know anything and you can put those feelers out before you travel to your assignment right well and so that's one thing that I definitely would do if you're if you know you're going to an assignment and you, um, you know, throw it out there on some of those sites that says, I'm going here, I'm really interested in trying out some of the, you know, great food and restaurants that are in that area. Has anybody been there? Give me some recommendations. Gotcha. Also, once you get to a particular place, like my little town that I live in, we have a Facebook page dedicated to restaurants and bars in our town. And so you join that and, and you know, you can find get all kinds of recommendations right. in that kind of place. You just gotta hit your next two little points. Mm -hmm. Tourism boards are great. People don't think about this, but you, who are the people you're, that live in that town that you're taking care of all day long? Right. If you're if you're if you're in a specialty that allows you to communicate yeah. freely with your patients or their mm -hmm. family, right? And um, the subject comes around. Yep. I mean, I, I think that all people talk about what they like, and sure. they're going to say, "Oh, I, you know. yeah." But if you're if if that, it's a that's a really good point. Yeah. Coworkers, you know, coworkers, patients. I'm thinking. Yeah. People at the hospital. Sure. You know, find someone that has that similar interest. In yeah. Them. Now you also got a food foodie buddy, right? Exactly. I would definitely say don't Google or Yelp. Yeah, we we uh, we were we were taught this from a, a younger social network guru. Yeah, and who we love a lot. We didn't really understand. I didn't understand how Yelp <laughs> really holds restaurant, or I should say, small business owners. They really hold them hostage. Well, yeah, we learned that we were in a town that is known for a lot of restaurants, and uh, I'm you know here I am pulling out my Yelp. Let's go find a place to go eat. And I got <laughs> yelled at by a 23 year old saying, <laughs> "Don't do that," because they they have. Um, sponsored, yeah. So you can have a really crappy restaurant that's rates high because they're sponsored. And they actually have fake reviews. I found that out when I was in San yeah. Diego. There's a great um, YouTube video on it. Yeah. So I agree. When, you know, I agree with that. Stay away from those if you can. I mean, if you're yeah. in a pinch and you have to, you know, yeah. Yelp, you can. But understand that those aren't always real. Right. And it's like anything else. We talk about with companies, hospitals. You're also going to get the worst reviews when something yeah. goes wrong, and you may not get, you may miss out on an opportunity because it doesn't yeah. have a good score. And, and right. someone will tell you, oh, "That's crazy." I've gone, been there, going there forever, and it's a great restaurant. Right. So I agree with you. Yelp. I don't mean to beat up an app or whatever, and hopefully I can't get any legal trouble for this, but I, I would <laughs> stay away from that too because I think yeah. it's it's false information. Yep. So I kind of mentioned this, but you know, ex when you're exploring your surroundings and you're in a kind of, you know, you get the vibe of, per of a particular neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's some up and coming that I could stay in Denver. Most of you wouldn't know where it was, but you know that it's up and coming. There's 
edgy places in there, you know, if you find a place like that, sort of dedicate, say, I'm going to try every restaurant in this particular area. Right. And don't just do dinner. Don't just do lunch. Don't just do I breakfast. I think that's a really good do point. Do happy hours. Every town, big or small, and I think of places, you know, small towns in Florida I lived in after mm -hmm. I graduated down there. And I think, you know, I first moved to Colorado Springs out here, which is a small town to me. Denver seems like a big town, but it really isn't. No. But every town has its area. Yep. And it's not so much... I mean, there's always a feel and a vibe, like you're saying. Mm -hmm. and, and our town in Denver is a good example. Like, every town has that. Yep. But when there's a vibe you like, and yeah. what, you know, whatever that is, whether it's outdoor cafes, if there's right. such a thing, or small, you know, I think of Pensacola, Florida, where they had this thing called Seville Quarter, which is, you know, a bunch of nightclubs, but there were some really cool restaurants around that you would just drive right by because they were right. in the old Victorian houses if you didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. And really neat areas, yeah. really neat things. So you can miss out on stuff. Yes. If you don't, if you don't pay attention to it, I agree. So, so you're saying is that find an area. If you if you hit it, if you score, then you might kind of continue to yeah hit some of those places. Right. Right. Yep. And and, 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 and I will tell you this: being in the restaurant business, like I was all through college, I really did. I mean, I worked I, I worked I, I, a <laughs> long time. I really thought that was going to be a thing. I and mean, also I'm managing restaurants and thinking I better graduate because the guys offered me more money than half my friends that were graduating from <laughs> restaurants. I, mean, I went up to Columbus, Georgia, where the Army Ranger School is, and ran a restaurant one summer. And I almost didn't come back to Florida State, and I was like, "God, my dad would have killed me." And I finished up, but um, what I was going to say is that it's, um, it, you know, you you can have, um, you can really learn a lot about different different areas yep. of 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 a, of a place, and to just fully explore them all mm -hmm. is, I think, uh, fun. Well, yeah, and that's really part of it, right? And, yeah, and back to pop-ups, local culinary schools, that's a great place to call. Um, they're going to know of up-and-coming people that you know are looking to expose their skills and, and that kind of stuff. That's a great opportunity. And then things like festivals. So like in Denver, you know, we do the Cherry Blossom Festival every year where you know that there's a lot of we Japanese. We do. Yeah, just not in your little area. Um, but, you know, you're going to get mostly Asian booths and markets, you know, people out for that kind of stuff. And you can go explore stuff there and find out good restaurants from those kinds of locations. Right. International markets markets are great you know go to a Asian market or a Russian market and I guarantee you they're gonna give you good recommendations for some you know where's some good Czech food where's some good Polish food where's some good you know those kinds of locations because I guarantee you those restaurants are buying from those international markets that's true that's true no, I mean, that makes sense that uh -huh. makes sense um, I, I like all that so and, and you, you put farmers markets down here which yeah. is interesting because here in Denver, I know, for for example, you mentioned Asian. I've got some big, you know, very good Asian friends, and there's an area of town where, where they do a lot of their stuff, and it's, yep. it's like a lot of towns. Yep. There's also Hispanic friends of mine yep. that there's a part of Denver that that is yep. that has. So if you're going to an outdoor farmers market, mm -hmm. there's also kinds of foods. So if you like a certain type of cuisine, mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a lot of Italian farmers markets. I wish there were because no, but I can tell you right now where the Italian. Best no, Italian restaurants are in Denver. Well, yeah, but yeah. I can also tell you where there's some great delis that have right, a lot exactly. of stuff that comes over from Italy, yeah, right? And exactly. so that sort of thing. So that's, that's yep. kind of a foodie thing, even though it's not a restaurant. Just the but area. There, yeah, there are some really old delis in Denver that yep. have just unbelievable unique stuff that comes right over from Europe, and it's yeah. amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And then just to back up, you know, the diners, drive-ins, and dives, like Michael Simon has that barbecue show that where he goes and finds great barbecue. You can get on his website, Andrew Zimmern. Andrew Zimmern is another one. He's the one who does the weird food like here yeah, yeah. eat bugs oh yeah, yeah no it's it's uh it's uh <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a big, as your as your phone goes blasting off jeez 
you should see the look you just gave I me, know, you guys. I know, oh, because what's the first thing I say? Turn off your phone. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, he's the he's the guy that will eat the mm-hmm. live spiders and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain, who I tragically sorely miss. He's another great one. Even, the, you know, the travel news or tra- travel channel's great. Yep. Um, but the last thing that I would really like to talk about is what's called prefix dining, which is so fun. If yeah. you're really adventurous, basically what it is, is it's great for a restaurant because they can serve one thing then they, and you can get a schedule out for a week or you can just show up and not even what know. It? So it's when you show up and you don't know what's going to be on the menu. It's typically a four course meal. How do you find those places? You, you, uh, I... How do I? Usually on Facebook is how I found out about them. Okay. Um, there's so, one particular so travel let me, let me nurse. See that that, These are normal restaurants, mm-hmm. but every once in a while they'll have a special thing that's a, it's a night for the whole restaurant, or is mm-hmm. it like a back kitchen no, chef's table it, kind of thing? Well, or, both. They, okay. I've seen them do both. It is kind of a new thing that a lot of restaurants are kind of going to because it's a way that they can showcase. And they're going to showcase, and they can um, really monitor their costs a lot easier. So they're buying for just you know that one menu, right? And it's fresher and and it's more adventurous for the chef. And so you go in and you don't know what you're going to eat that night, and it's usually clever and creative, and so it forces you really out of your box. And, um, you know, you end up going, oh, my God, I've never had, you know. I love the concept. This I, bizarre I thing. No, because <laughs> it was when, really you, good. You, you think the restaurant, I mean, sure, they might be looking at food costs and, you know, getting, you know, going through something before, you know, mm-hmm. while they, they can. Mm-hmm. But I also would think that if you're a smart restaurant owner, you would be, like I said, showcasing something that, you know, I mean, here's a good example. One of the restaurants I worked in in Tallahassee, Florida, the owner loved like a sour cream chicken. Right. Now, Yum. yeah, it's good. But yeah. you could do that anywhere, right? Sure. But he, he, it was a low food cost, right? But it was, it was unbelievable. He sure. was, he had German descent and he had yeah. this, and it was, but it was, it was almost like a, oh, what do you want to try? Like a stroganoff, but with chicken. Yum. And it was really good. But sure. nobody took it because you go out to restaurants and if you're going out to a restaurant, you know, yeah. it's not a lot of people order chicken. Right. Like, I mean, I mean it's just so as well as things. I'm sure <laughs> people out there listening say, I always order the half chicken. <laughs> right. But that's always on a lot of menus. And I, I personally never order that because yeah. I could do a half chicken at home. I could make sure. a stroganoff at home. Sure. But when people would actually have the guts to try this, they were like, oh, my gosh, it was so rich that it, that it came out. And, and I remember we finally came up with the idea because I was managing that restaurant time. Let's put it in a special kind of a a crock right serve it up special so it was you know kind a of little be, more fancy unique. yeah and then he actually started to do some things where he would it, it, it melt some cheese on top right. it made it better but people still wouldn't order it and it was right. a low food cost and it was one of the best things i've yep. ever had yeah but nobody would do it so i think it's a good way to showcase it that is, sort of absolutely. thing food trucks are the other thing you, you food trucks you can always find a food truck festival you can always find you know where food trucks are going to be like i mentioned on our that is a big thing now. Yeah, you know, I'm just old school, and that stuff scares me. Right, walking up to really, food yeah, kind of. I, I love food trucks. It's a big deal now. My I mean, daughter had them at her wedding instead of uh, at her receptionist. We had cool. two food food trucks. It was yeah. really fun. Well, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of breweries here in town in Denver that they don't have menus, but the food trucks will. They'll have a different food truck that they've actually sequestered for the night that right. come out yeah. um, and be out there. Because the, I, I drive by some sometimes on the way home and I'm like, oh, there's you a food truck. You should stop. I should stop. <laughs> I didn't have to drink beer and eat bad food. Uh, God. <laughs> Can't you just do it once a month? Uh, 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 you know, it comes once a week and next thing you know, it's all over. Well, this is interesting. So, I mean, I, 
again, I, I think that it's a great idea to, I just, I just encourage people to, to do, to get out of their shell a little bit. Yep. You know, I, I understand sometimes it's hard. I can understand, you know, by yourself, maybe you're just, maybe you're not that, you know, you're shy, you're quiet, maybe you're tired. Right. You know, you just had a really exhausting shift or, you know, you got one coming up tomorrow and you're just like, uh, dreading it because maybe the, maybe this time is not so great. Mm -hmm. But I would encourage you guys, I mean, use this podcast to say, you know what, I'm going to challenge myself to go out and, 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 and do something. Yep. You know, it's like, it's like the whole thing, say yes every once yeah, in a while. exactly. And it's amazing how your life changes. Say yes to something like this. Yep. You know, go out and give it a shot. You, hey, what's the worst thing that can happen? You might find something, you know, that you really like. You, you might try some sour cream chicken you that knocks some, your, out of your right. pants. And you might meet a new friend that likes <laughs> sour cream chicken with you, right? And it's, and it's, you know, it's all over. Next thing you know, you got a, you got a buddy in that town. Um, yeah. That's part of being a travel nurse. It's, I think it's, so, yeah. It's experiencing more, and I think... Hopefully for those of you that have kind of gotten away from this or lost yep. your way, look, get back into it. Go yep. say yes to more, you know, get to, become a foodie yep. and let us know what you find and yeah. share it and join these groups and, and yep. start to invite some of your travel nursing friends that are, you know, that you have so many associates with so many groups. Yep. Create one of these groups for travel nurses. Somebody, yeah. go, somebody go out and get that idea. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. Dang. There, I just gave someone an idea. Now I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, create the group for these guys. <laughs> Foodie travel nurses. I'm sure someone had to collaborate with something. But this would be a great thing we to do. We just add it to our, pay, our group. Travel nurse insiders, right? <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, don't forget to, to uh, join our, our page. Well, tune in here to, here to our, our podcast. Go on to Facebook, Travel Nurse Insiders. Uh, join that Join that group. Uh, Instagram. Um, Twitter. Twitter. We are at Nurse Insider. Insiders Nurse. Something weird. Something? We can yeah, never get that right. But if you type in Travel Nurse Insider, it will pop up. I do want to thank everybody for the increased um, podcast uh, listens, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not a big person who likes to stare at this stuff, but it's what I do see is that every week... You know, you, you, we do these thinking people are going to listen to it right now, but what we're not thinking about is that people will be listening to this six months, a couple of years from now. Yeah. So it's amazing how these things just kind of have a life of their own. Right. And remember, the whole idea is that we're trying to get through everything so that if you listen to all these podcasts and continue to subscribe to them, I my, it's, it's my hope that you get more out of travel nursing, you have more to bring to travel nursing, you understand more, and you are, you know, you're just a better You're traveler. a wizard at it. Well, hopefully, because there's a lot to learn out there. Yeah, there Thank is. Thank you guys for this. Hopefully this was helpful. This was kind of a fun one. This was a we'll, fun uh, one. We'll talk to you guys soon. Go have fun eating food, y'all. Festivals are a great way. You get the big turkey leg and a stick, which they serve at any festival, whether it's a medieval festival no, or a, no, a, no. a turkey leg and a stick festival. No. They have those? Which one you got It's Maximus. <laughs> he's making his debut because he's been on some later episodes, but he has not been on this one. He's a star. Welcome, a star. everyone. Yeah. And welcome, Maximus, the 10-month-old boxer puppy.
The roving reporter. He's roving yeah. today. <laughs> He's a rover reporter. Roving reporter. How's how you doing? Besides uh, the fact that you're loving on a, on a puppy dog, which is good because we always I mean, say dogs sell. I know, and but it's releasing view, good endorphins in my body. Our viewership just went up by three hundred percent. Warm and lovey. Yeah, he's pretty soft. So welcome everyone to Travel Insiders. <laughs> yes, foodie fun on the road. That's not what it's called. <laughs> That's not the name of the episode. That's what I think I called it that in the. In the foodie fun, podcast. that just sounds I don't know weird or foodie fun. Foodie fun on the road, but you changed it to being a foodie on the road. Being a foodie on the road, mm-hmm. and so I'm just gonna start this episode out. <laughs> the hell's a foodie? <laughs> well, I thought it was funny because I, I, uh, you and I talked about it in the podcast, so I thought, well, I'm gonna actually Google and see what people say. Yeah, and I found this page. This woman was like. I asked nine different people what their definition of a foodie was. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, Wikipedia says, a foodie is a person who has an ardent and refined interest in food. An ardent? Who, mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Good word. And who eats food not only out of hunger, but due to the interest or hobby and is passionate about food. The terms gastronome and gourmet mm-hmm. define the same thing, i.e. a person who enjoys food for pleasure. Okay. Somebody said this. I thought it was cute. A foodie is someone who posts excessive amounts of food pictures on social media. <laughs> well, then I'm a foodie. <laughs> it's, I just, it's not even over. Oh. And we'll drive three hours to eat a single cronut. Cronut? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what that is. So <laughs> and I'm already. You would about... never drive more than 10 minutes. <laughs> no, but I, I do. What's weird about that is that I do take pictures of food and post it on my personal <laughs> like Facebook stuff. Because I know. <laughs> I think it's interesting and fun. And food, it is. It used to be. So I put myself through school in, in you know, college in the restaurant business. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say put myself through, but I definitely aided and abetted in my college sure. fund. I mean, I, I, was, I worked myself into a management role. And I started off as a bartender. Yeah, that's what my little daughter's doing. And I remember the owner of my restaurant, he actually, believe it or not, he passed away, but he actually has got started Bennington Corporation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eric. That's cool. Yeah, he, 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 was, he, he came from steak and ale. Long story. I mean, he created the concept of the Fern Bar. I learned it's a lot a from bar. Bennington's. Chili's, like, all those kinds of places. That why were, is it called a fern? Because there was ferns all over the place, and oh. they, they called them fern bars. Huh. Anyway, Never it's a long that. story, and we went way off on a tangent. But yeah, I actually had the pleasure of working very closely with a guy who became I became his assistant general manager at a couple of restaurants in Tallahassee, and then one in uh, Albany, Georgia, That's um, that created Bennigan's. So huh. his whole thing, though, the reason I was talking about that was uh-huh. he back in the '80s. It was you know late '80s. You couldn't take pictures of food very well. It never no, came yeah. out. Well, like you ever been to yeah. a bad Mexican restaurant and they've got pictures of food that they took <laughs> it in the kitchen. Look very good. It's all bright and like aqua colored and green. Yeah. And you're like, that's meat. And it's got a green hue to it. Right. Nowadays, you can take really good pictures with your, with this. Yeah. These are, these are amazing, by the way. I ever mentioned these phones. <laughs> you can take it with that. Is yours going to go off? No, it's, I turned it off. And it's remarkable, right? So yeah. I, I don't know why, but I think food is kind of interesting. I mean, you know me, I'm not a really big food guy. No. You've become less of one since you've really started watching. You're, you're more about the fuel and about what you put in your body and that sort uh, of thing. No, but what I would say. Uh, then do say it. I, I say that's the thing I say. <laughs> if any of you have watched some of those others. Um, yeah, I, I have changed my diet. There are certain things that I won't eat anymore. Right. But for the purposes of this, this would be something that I would, you know, I would, if it was a, 
like we're going to talk about like a pop-up or a prefix sure. or something, yeah. I would definitely eat, you know, carbs or whatever. I don't care. I'm yeah, gonna, I want was... the experience because that to me is really, truly the, I mean, the real definition to me is just, um, someone with a great appreciation for food as a cultural experience. I think I fall into that category, but I just have a lot of rules. You know that. Yeah. I, I think you can go either way. I've just gone, this is not a Mark episode because I've gone into a different direction, but I'm fascinated by it because I used to, I was in the, the restaurant business for a long time. I actually mm-hmm. thought that's what I was going to do for a yeah. while until I realized how absolutely freaking hard those people work mm-hmm. and running a restaurant. I mean, it's, it is a lot of work. I know. It's hard work. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it, and then people are fickle. So next thing you know, you've created a great restaurant and three years later, it's no one goes because they're just tired of it. Yeah, but you're also not the kind of person who, if I said, dude, there's this Indian pop-up that's happening this weekend, let's all go. You'd be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going downtown. Well, That's just bad food. And I'm right. and it's Indian. And, you know, I don't know what they're putting in it. I mean, so, you know. <laughs> Listen, before we should qualify this episode, and I'm going to, I really, I want people to understand, I'm very fascinated by it. I'm not weird. I guess I'm kind of weird. <laughs> but it works for me. I mean, I'm old and yeah. I feel I know, great. That's why it's more about an experience really than an actual. I know. So that's what I'm saying. So I just, I've made a choice a long time ago that I'm really specific about what I put in my body. That's just the way it is. And it really works well for me. Some people I know can do whatever they want, eat any way they want. And it, it, they feel fine. I feel better now at my age than I did two decades ago, a decade ago. I know, I'm probably just doing it a decade ago, but I feel better at, than I do when I was in my 30s. Mm-hmm. I really do. So for me, that's what it is. But let's, that's a different episode. Yeah. I want to really real focus on this. because That's because we're now fat burners and not fat burners. That's <laughs> the real difference there. But yeah, so just for me, the idea of the travel industry, meaning healthcare travelers, it just lends itself to absolutely. You're gonna, you're already experiencing different cultures, so experience that through food, and enjoy it, and have fun, and and you know experiment with that. So when that's put, why I yeah. thought it was relevant and deserved to be on our podcast well, episode that's, list. When we put on the episode, I, I felt exactly the same way because yeah. we talk about a lot of things, and and there's a lot of very specific number related episodes. There's a lot of specific uh, specific things that are conversations we get off of social media that we want to answer those questions and again mm-hmm. a lot of things we want to talk about that no one else does i think this is one of those yeah you know i mean this is an episode where i think there's some value to this because i mean i've always said if you're going to be driving around the country or going someplace new whether you're chasing dow's location whatever that reason is there are so many wonderful perks that can come along the way if you stop and take the time to mm-hmm. think about them. So I, yeah. I'd hope that people do listen and watch this episode because I think there's, there's some value in there. Plus, there's always going to be the nugget, right? There is. There's going to be the nugget. Some kind of nugget. So All right, so let's take, take what us I did down was the I kind of broke it down yeah. into two little things. So um, foodie fun on your way okay. to your destination. Yep. And then foodie fun in your location. Perfect. So we can start with foodie fun on the way. That's what well, you said we were going to. So yeah. you made this font so, so small, I can't see it now. So when I go, when I know that we're going to go on a road trip, mm-hmm. my family, I will literally map out the, the cities and little towns. Yeah. And then I will go into the individual towns. And like, for example, we just drove to Kansas. Yeah. And so Sydney and I were, you know, Googling. Sydney's, sorry, is my youngest daughter. 
we were Googling, um, you know, the towns and then, you know, like the cool little spots to eat in each town. Didn't want to really do fast food. Didn't want to, you know, so we were trying to enjoy our road trip. Mm -hmm. How did you know when you were going to be going to the town? Did you just do a bunch of towns in the event well, that you, you were... I mean, when you're driving to Kansas City, you know what towns you're going to go for. No, I meant, but what the timing in which, because there are going to be a lot oh, of, would, a lot of towns that you might not be no, time we, to stop. No, we didn't, but we knew that, you know, around this time we'd have breakfast. Okay, so you actually looked at kind of how lunch. far you'd be and, and yeah. research mm -hmm. those towns that would Yeah, and that then year. we just kind of Googled, rest, you know, dives, restaurants. To see what, you you're know. like Guy Fieri. Well, and that's another thing you can do is, and, <laughs> and that works great for, um, when you're in your location yeah. as well, but guy or triple D mm -hmm. don't you, I think you have a triple D story. I, I, I don't have a triple D. I, I thought I had a triple D story, but it turned uh -huh. out I had a man versus food story. <laughs> okay. Let me tell it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. We were in Arizona and we were, there was an app back when we were kids were young uh -huh. and I wanted to find someplace. I'm like, let's go find, let's, let's, let's go to some of those places, you mm -hmm. know, let's maybe find a unique, you know, gem. Right. And I found one that was, a Mexican restaurant and it was supposed to be whatever we get there and it was his dive and I'm like going well I know he does some dives but this place was really rough <laughs> turns out the app had his it wasn't the guy for anything it was the guy that ate the biggest yeah. stuff and would try to sit there it was kind of gross watching that stuff to be honest with you. the guy would sit there and sweat and pour through food and you're like oh, why are you doing this to yourself I mean talk about the opposite of just you? taking gears <laughs> off your life every time you eat a meal it was like the biggest burrito thing sure yeah yeah and I'm like well yeah, all right. so we end up eating there anyway but it was not a triple d thing which is what i was trying to go for it mm -hmm. was the it was that's not even the same network it was a different network yeah man versus food that's travel isn't it they were all, i think so they were all combined yeah. so that's my story and i think i told him in them well are you like even andrew zimmern you know he's the one who now, does that the... guy i can get into because you know i like in eating stuff that nobody else will which is so bizarre yeah you won't go eat indian food but you might eat a bug I, I would if it was if, if it, someone said it was good for you. I guess so. people just mess with me. Hey, Here's Mark, a grub, this. Mark. It's good for you. I've eaten fish heads, big ones. Well, you know they do say like that. that bugs are the new protein for the new coming. Well, don't tell centuries. me that. I'm gonna turn so. into like uh, what was the thing? Brundle fly. <laughs> What's that? The movie The Fly. Oh, <laughs> God, that's such a painful movie to watch. It is. The the new one, yeah. I mean the new old one. The new one from. 25, 30 years yeah. from 30 what years ago. What's his name? He's funny. I like him. He was oh. in all the oh. dinosaur movies. Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's married to Kat Susan Sarland. Gold, 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 Goldberg? Goldberg? Jeff Goldberg. Jeff Goldberg? Jeff Goldblum. Bloom? Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Well, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Anyway. He's not married to Susan Sarland. That's Timothy. What's his name? That's, uh, he's married Hutton? to somebody. Not Hutton. He's married to Gina Davis. Or something. Are they really married? Yeah. Oh. They are. All right, food, anyway, food stuff. So, yeah, so, um, you know, plot out your way. You know where you're going to, you know where you're starting from, you know where you're ending, you know when you're taking some overnights and, mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And, you know, explore that, Do, you know, just have fun on the way. You always hear me say that, where regardless of whether that's tourist spots and the biggest roll of twine. Yeah, so let's blame let me pause you. I, I, I like that because... Okay, I'm 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 older for the age of kids I have, right? I'm a yeah, younger woman, you so yeah. I've got kids that are young. So the thing that I missed is for the last couple of like, almost two decades now of my life, when we ever did road trips before we flew a lot, when we were kids we were young, we drove a lot, and when Hope was sick, we drove a lot. Yeah, it was just get there. Oh right? yeah, because you've got kids in the car. I so know. Yeah. I've spent the last whatever my of my lifetime 
just getting there. See, I did the opposite. I made my, I was like, let's get out. Let's go explore this place. Cause they would get out of the car and they yeah. get energy out. And I get that. But I, but what I'm getting, I, where we wanted to go with it is I think a traveler yeah, or me now, it's, if it, I think that this is a really good thing to think about. I think a lot mm-hmm. of travelers probably just want to get, get there. there. They do. Especially that traveler that maybe is going to a, uh, a winter climate and they're from Texas or somewhere where they sure. just aren't kind of nervous. nervous. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. I can understand that, but maybe in this episode, if they listen to it, they're like, you know what? Maybe I should do that because mm-hmm. I'm driving across the country. Maybe I should enjoy the drive and a little bit more. Country we listen live to in. Travel Insiders. Yeah. Get your head full of really good numbers and stuff. <laughs> realize why you're doing this. Get some great education. Be ready to, to mentor other people. All the stuff we're talking I mean, about. That was really good. Uh, well, I do have them. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> Mark Man, had just another like good thing. Of episode six, episodes. foodie fun in the road. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, you know, it's me. And I always say, enjoy the journey, you guys. It's part I, of I it. I hope people really heard that because I, yeah. I think that is common with travelers that, you know, you're by yourself. You don't really mm-hmm. want to, I mean, it's hard to stop, have, you know, but that's what, you know, the bars are for and sitting, mm-hmm. sitting at a bar. So, you, you know, you don't have to go sit at a table by yourself. No. We do have these things. We mentioned this on our other version. It's yeah. like, you know, this is a great um, awkward remover <laughs> when you're sitting at a bar by yourself. Because you can, oh, God, I know. You and, can just and, be and on you your phone. Headphones in and headphones you're are done. Good. So unlike our podcast episode, you don't have to look like you're available. No. You can you can be unavailable, like on an airplane, which uh-huh. I always put the headphones in. There's nothing on them. It's like, I know. I, just want to, I don't like to talk and chit chat. I want to get there and do work and stuff. So what I'm saying is that I think it, it does help. Now in, in this day and age, you can actually It's easier to go in a I think by yourself, yeah. yeah. You can go and do yeah. stuff like this and I want people to I hope they really think, you know, maybe I will. Mm-hmm. I mean if you're going to a through a part of the country that there isn't a lot, maybe we'll talk about there here in this episode, there still could be opportunity. But if you're yeah. there there should be opportunity to really plan. You might find something really cool. Yeah. And if you did that every single time mm-hmm on your trip to your assignment, you're going to see a lot of really cool shit. Well, I mean, I always think about, like, you and I both drive back and forth to California. Mm -hmm. And one of our, the funnest thing we love to joke about is Beaver, Utah. (laughs) Not the appropriate place for that conversation. But But still, it's about food. You know? It's horrible. (laughs) Not even good. It's It's just funny. It's just funny. Um, But I did stop at the biggest, the crater thing about in, in, I think it's in, I don't know if it's in New Mexico or Arizona. It's close to the, I think it's in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have the kids stop there, which was cool. Still have good memories. I got photos. Well, and what the, is the crater thing? It I don't was, know it's that the I'm... biggest crater, the biggest meteor that hit the hit, hit Oh, Earth. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's only this continent. I don't know. Right, it's, it's, right. It's humongous. It's, it's yeah. kind of scary how big it was. It yeah. was thousands of years ago where it right. hit. And so That's it, in Arizona. Are you sure? That it's right there sure. in the border then. It, I probably might the border of Nevada and Arizona. No, Utah. New Mexico and Arizona. No. Oh yes, that is in. Yeah, it's one. Of I, those I think it's in New Mexico because I think I drive. Right. We drive by that on our way to Phoenix. Yep, that's exactly where we were going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to food. Yeah. We so gotta... definitely explore stuff on your way. You know. Do you have any cool stories of things that you found besides that? <clears throat> Driving. So here's one. I mean, I'll, I'll, here's a, I'll tell a quick story about yeah. it. So on the way to California, which is one of the few places I've driven to in the last couple of decades, right? Because I fly a lot. There is, you you see, as you start getting into, before you get to Las Vegas, heading, heading west, you start seeing the signs for Peggy Sue's Diner. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. It's right before Death Valley, isn't it? It's after Death Valley. 
and the very on the western side of Death Valley. Okay, yeah. But you start seeing these signs, and it's like fifties diner, fifties diner, yeah. and they're really good. I've done at this marketing this place, right? <laughs> Went. And I have the same kind of story about a Euro place that was a Greek place. The mad, the mad Greek is there too. So, uh, but these, they do that. There's nothing else to look at. And you're going through Death Valley, as you mentioned. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's built up a little bit more now. But sure. this has been there for a long time. It has, yeah. And Peggy Sue's Diner. Okay. So finally, my wife and I were like, and we were, I think there was other people convoying with us this year. We weren't, we weren't going to our normal things before uh-huh. we started going to California regularly. Our kids were real young. Uh-huh. We stopped at Peggy Sue's Diner <laughs> and it was horrible. <laughs> It was dirty and it was dusty. And I was like, we're going to eat. And I'm looking there, you know, wow, man. I don't even know if I want to get a hamburger at this joint. But uh, um, but here's the, like, my point that I'm trying to make was uh-huh. I remember that now. Yeah. And we drive by it twice a year, and once this way, it. once that way. My wife and I typically right. alone now because we fly the kids out because they're not going to sit in a car with us. And I'm like, there's Pegasus Diner. <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that thing. <laughs> my son got a little plastic dinosaur they played with the entire trip and vacation yep. out there. So. That's an example place, of something where you, yeah. you it does become a memory. It's kind of cool. And if you did that every yes. time, my point being that it you would have a, a head full of, of really cool memories. Okay, so this is, uh, I mean, I have a ton of examples. But to your point on, on memories and being, and, and, and children, um, my family lives in Texas. My mother's from the Panhandle. Here we go. So every year we made many trips. To Dumas, Texas, Amarillo. No, that's not Texas. Dumas, Texas. It's dumbass Texas. That's what my brother and I called it because it was so small. We're these little Denver kids, and we have to go spend the summer in dumbass Texas. <laughs> isn't that new? Isn't that in New Mexico? No, it's just in the New it's Mexico, Texas border. Yeah, um, before Amarillo. It, well, it's north of Amarillo. It's right. about fifty miles north of Amarillo. No, it's Amarillo. Dumas's. No, it's Amarillo. It's, it's dumbass and it's Amarillo. No, it's really not. Um, anyway, so. Sorry, I was about to just love another thing. In Raton, New Mexico, that is about where we would end up in for lunch, right? Which is, by the way, right in the, it's a pass. Yep. It's, it's right on the, the Colorado-New Mexico border, yes. heading south, due south. It's a really cool little. T- it, it, it is actually a, a travel spot, too. They hire a lot of travelers in Raton. Um, it's Raton. It's Raton, and right, it's really so pretty. You're and driving it's through Raton. And fun. Anyway, there is a restaurant connected to um, that's right there as you get off, and it's called the Family Restaurant. And every single time we drove to my grandmother's, we stopped at the Family Restaurant, and I would get chicken noodle soup and grilled cheese. Oh, it's like that. I thought it was the Family Restaurant. No, not that. Not. No, it's Do you like just my Marlon this Brando diner. It is still there to this day, but it also had a gift she, shop. She missed my Marlon Brando. <laughs> it had a gift shop where my mother would always let us get some little trinket. Yeah. So stopping at the family restaurant was just always this fun thing. We just knew we were there. Your, we were your dad could like there. start selling that like two yes. hours beforehand. So you see, you're right. I see. <laughs> or shape up back there. You're not buying. You're not getting a gift. We're not. We're not stopping. That's <laughs> yeah. what my dad would have said. See, I got my dad brain just clicking. I and I'm like, okay, so you can use this to your advantage. Drive yes. your car. Yeah. Yes, but. So recently, I went on a girls' trip with my sister-in-law. Believe it or not, <laughs> is that something you would never well, mind? Well, if, if you've listened to anything, you know sometimes I say stuff about my sister-in-law. But anyway, we were going to Santa Fe, and of course, we drove through Raton, and I was like, "We it's have to stop at the family. We have to stop at the family restaurant." And I got chicken noodle soup and a grilled cheese sandwich, and it had and a not yo-yo. changed. 
Did you get a yo-yo? It had not changed. No, I got a piece of turquoise jewelry because I was, you know, I had money now, my own money, and I could. Oh, buy you had the big girl, shit. big girl toys. Yeah, okay. big girl toys. But yeah, but I still had to do it. Like it was just the memory and the experience, mm-hmm. and it just brought me back all of those memories. Yeah, I, I'll say it again. I, I think that if if a if a traveler would sit there and think about it, whether you've been doing this for a long time or you're or you're starting out, I, this to me is is kind of the cool stuff that me too that you could think about. Mm-hmm. Stopping and doing something because it really does. It creates experiences. It does. You know, I've got. We all have time. We can keep going. I've got a ton of them. I've got ones with my buddies and I. You know, mm-hmm. going from Michigan to Florida and backwards, and I was at Florida State and all. You know, going out of Keys, stopping at places. I've got a lot of cool memories, I, and they I, do surround oysters funny, and food or places to eat or yeah, bars. It, you have a funny story in Texas. Yeah, but I can't really tell. I know. It's so thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> I wasn't married then. Not. I wasn't nice. married. But you had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we went to sleep that night. No, you didn't. From I was, when I've heard the story. Yeah, it was well. It was, I mean, you've heard the story. I haven't told you the story. Yes, you have. Not multiple really. Times. Not, it's not the story. <laughs> well, okay, maybe you've left out certain details, but I get the gist of it. My imagination can go there just fine. So, but that's the point. Cool town, Amarillo, Texas. Or no, which, it which, it was you Wichita, were Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. Yeah, Texas. which is a fun town too. Awkward silence. You're not gonna. No, it was it was a, it was a lifetime ago. It's not valid or important. Okay, well, so I was footloose and fancy free and single. That's at the fine. Time, put it that way. And you're allowed to do stuff like that when you're single. Yeah. So don't. And I was with it. my friend, and we were driving driving from Pensacola, Florida, to Denver, mm-hmm. and we stopped because you were moving. No, he was. Okay. I'd already lived out here. I oh, went gotcha. Back to go grab him, and gotcha. I needed my guitar playing buddy. So, yeah, and you are still friends to this day. We are. I saw him just a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, <laughs> we still bring that night up. Now everyone's really wondering. It's not that big a deal. Now you have to tell us. No. <laughs> Some things are meant for non-YouTube channels, man. I don't know. If it, in this day and age, believe it or not, there really still should be filters to your private life and not put everything on social media. Those people that are friends with me personally on social media know that I have filters. Which I, and if you personally know me, you know. You I, don't. <laughs> I mean, I do, but they're a little less than yeah, yours. No, I, I have anyway. lots of filters. Yes, people have to, you have to protect yourself on social media nowadays. You can't, people can't know everything. Well, I mean, but a fun story about a drive, a road trip, it's not a bad thing. You just leave out certain details. So the next thing you were going to talk about was, anyway. I think, once you get to the location. Yeah, so now let's move on. Yeah. To once you're at the location, right? Mm-hmm. You're settled. You're there. If it were me, I would have already done this before I ever even left. Okay. So like, for example, I have a computer in front of me. I just pulled up. I just thought, all right, what if I was going to Laramie, Wyoming, right? right? So I went to the travel. I went to their board, or I'm sorry, their website, Laramie, Wyoming's website. And all I did was they have a dining. They have a whole dining tab. Yeah, I'm listening. I know you are. And you can come in here and you can separate it by, um, you know, American food, Mexican food, whatever. But if you sit here and you look, you know, there are some really cool um, things that aren't even, uh, that aren't chains, right? So, you know, there's a rendezvous restaurant and they feature a variety of culinary options served from several diners. You're giving a plug stations. to the Rendezvous restaurant on our podcast. They yeah. need to send us some money because, you know, we do this yeah. to get paid. The Caliente Grill serves burritos, street tacos. I mean, the Pita Pit. 
Are you going to name every one of these? Or I would you... definitely. No, I'm just going to kind of go through this for a minute. Um, there's just, you know, all of these really cool, fun places to go, right? Already, right. I'm thinking if I'm in Laramie for 13 weeks, I'm definitely probably going to look into a lot of these. Here's a Fuji-san. Handcrafted sushi. So what you're getting at, mm-hmm. instead of reading their website on our podcast, yeah. is that you, you, you can find a lot on the... It's not the Chamber of Commerce. The tourism. So you just Googled the scent of town, mm-hmm. and then what kind of terms did you put in? I, I just said Laramie, Wyoming, and it pulls up their, their site. Anyway, what, just so the, the listeners are real clear, what exactly is the site? Is it a, it's not the Chamber of Commerce site, it's just... No, it's Laramie, um, Laramie, that's Wyoming, history and adventure. Okay. Do another town. So, okay, just really quick. What they also have that's really cool, and this, we'll talk about this later, they have something called Worth the Drive when it comes to food. In this particular town? So or, I'm or staying in, in Laramie, right? And they're saying, hey, these are some experiences that might be worth, I have four days off. I might go check these out. And they're like cool ranches um, where you can like stay. You can get a ranch experience. Um, You've gone to selling Laramie, Wyoming on our podcast. I just randomly <laughs> picked it, but it's okay. But I'm just telling you, I'm going through the motions of this is how I'm I just giving this. you shit. I know you are. The old that's Corral my job. Hotel and Steakhouse where you can get, you know, free roaming grass and grain fed beef, always fresh, never frozen. There's a Golden Prairie Bakery. I mean... There's, you know, just a lot of fun stuff. Table in the wilderness. That's outdoor dining, which is cool and fun. Oh, God. You're back to being rude. But anyway, you get the point. But that's where I would start. And I would have already done that before I ever left. But, you know, once you're there, there's a lot of different ways. Again, you can utilize things that we've already talked about, like Triple D and Mm -hmm. and shows that you've seen. Well, I mean, let's let's pause for a minute because, you know, because we... I think that great one example of a site, there's a lot more things that you can find. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I said this on the, the podcast episode, a version of this. Yeah. I really wish people would create some groups that were actually meant for yes, this kind of thing. Definitely. Uh, that's, yeah, we, we were going to talk about that. You know, and here's a good example. So if you're researching a town, I mean, the thing I'll say is that a lot of people go to the same towns. Yeah. Yeah. So what's weird about it is that, again, Great at talking about the facility. Yep. Great at talking about the problems at the facility. Great yep. at talking about which company or agency gets you there. And, but, but not a lot of... Like why you guys are doing this. Yeah. I rarely <laughs> ever see... Did anybody have... On an assignment, can someone tell me what it was like to be in Laramie, Wyoming? Right. It was, it's all about the hospital. Yeah. And I the last time really I looked, cool ranch, and if you guys are ever in Laramie, well, I just, look I just, at my experience. It was so fun. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. The, that's that's the thing I think that might be missing out there. And mm-hmm. I, again, I'm trying to give somebody an idea to create a couple of well, travel some of, groups. Some of my favorite travel friends on my Facebook page are the ones that share their exploring. Okay, well, tell adventures. those favorite friends of yours to create a freaking group <laughs> that talks about people can actually put in pictures and things to do, so that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, you have good and bad experiences on assignments. Mm-hmm. Food is part of it. The culture is part of it. Church. I mean, like this, well, I'm thinking of one in particular. I mean, she'll, she'll say, hey, I, I went to this place for church and it was fabulous. If you're ever in Rome, Georgia, Foodie try stuff. this. Right. I know, but she does the same thing with food. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, put it out there. Have a, yeah. have a group that's talking about great restaurants in travel locations, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that when the other... Hundred or thousand people that are going to go to that location <laughs> for the next five years, you can say, "Hey, I mean, you, it could be a rain thing." I mean, right? 
if you're really clever, I'm just trying yeah. to give some idea, you can actually get some of the restaurants to pay you to promote their restaurant. Oh, you absolutely. As long could. as you kept it, you know, my thing though. You got to yeah. keep it real. You can't. Yeah. Oh, no, you totally could. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could actually say it's like a review thing for travelers. Right. I mean, it wouldn't be enough to do whatever, but you no. really could have people say, you got to check this restaurant out. Right. You got to check this place out. You got to go yeah. eat here. And I, and I think that that, there's some place for that. It Trust is. me, there's groups out there on Facebook that I'm like, what is the point of this group? <laughs> you know, or it's the same thing. What I don't like is travel nursing in, you know, and they get real the specific state. on the, well, yeah. the state, yeah, maybe those, a lot of those, uh-huh. but I'm like, like 50. Well, but that's why they only have 500 people on those groups because right. it's like, I don't know, how about the West coast or how about the East, you know, those right. but there are some groups that are so specific. Mm-hmm. Imaging travel for, you know, this town. I'm, I'm joking, but it, it's not that bad. But if there's groups like that, why couldn't there be a group that said, hey, oh, I think there should great be. places to check place out. Where some missing well, here's the thing. You can actually search within a group. Mm-hmm. You could search, in our example, Laramie, Wyoming. Yep. And you could say, hey, I'm going to Laramie. So I'm going to go into this group and I'm actually going to search Laramie and see what kind of restaurants are there. Yeah. Or someplace something to do fun on some your own. Or if you're traveling with a partner, right. what do you do with that? So, right. Anyway, if I stole your thunder, I just... No, I think that's a a great idea, and I'm really surprised somebody hasn't done it. It's kind of weird with the... I mean, thousands of travelers are out there, but I think a lot of people, again, are more into the financial, which is good for me, and and the the hospital and the agency, that kind of stuff. But that's why there's a whole different part of the world. Well, this is why you and I are good yin and yang. Because I'm like, I'm the journey girl. Enjoy the journey and the adventure and all of that. You know, don't Perfect. forget about that while That's you're That's why we're doing this money. episode. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, they'll, um, so here's my, here's my Instagram example. Okay. Yeah. We went to Phoenix last Christmas. And um, when we got there, well, before we got there, Sydney had a list of all of these foodie places she wanted to go to. And she found them with hashtags on Instagram. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we spent one whole day exploring Phoenix and Old Town Scottsdale going to a cupcake ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. this amazing Mexican restaurant that she found. Did it, was it huge and had like a fire and waterfall mm-hmm. thing no, up? No, no. This is Scottsdale I found. I found this really is in cool. Old Town. It was in Old Town. Yeah, that's where I was. But it wasn't. Huge by any means. Pretty good size, one I went um, to with kids. I mean, there's a lot of Mexican restaurants. In <laughs> yes, there Scottsdale. are. Um, and then we were, where, I can't remember what the other, I mean, we just, we spent a yeah. whole day being foodies that she found off of hashtags so, on IG so, from people but taking slow down. pictures. I want, yeah, so I want people to yeah. understand that because, I mean, you're talking and I'm not even half following because I'm older than dirt. So <laughs> you go to Instagram mm-hmm. and you hit yeah, a hashtag. You, you hit search hashtag. And it would be, would you put Phoenix? And then like, well, sure. well I mean, I'm just, yeah, I mean, yeah, help, so our, would, help would, our people that are my age or older. Hashtag, you know, I mean, you're going to have to try different <clears throat> things because right. you have to, obviously people come up with their own hashtags, but you know, hashtag great restaurant, hashtag but do you have to put restaurants in, you have to put, in Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, we have to put you, Phoenix. You do want right. your location okay, in there, gotcha. of course. Yeah. So, you, you know, play around with hashtags. Great idea. You'll eventually start finding them and then you'll see pictures and, and you know, that kind of stuff. So, well, this kind of brings us to what we talked about on the other I mean, I hate doing this, but we are re-recording this for mm-hmm. YouTube. But we did talk a lot about pop-ups. And I know you've yeah, got that down yeah, here, pop-up. so it kind of lends itself pop-ups to moving next. to that. Yeah. So let's talk about pop up What's what's a pop-up? Um, pop-ups are generally um, a chef, typically, 
who maybe doesn't have a restaurant yet. Right. Um, and But wants to start showcasing his skills. Mm-hmm. Looking for potentially an investor to open a restaurant with. Uh-huh. Or maybe he's just trying to raise the money himself. Or yes. yes. So you actually have had a really cool pop-up experience that I think you should talk about. Oh, well, I mean, because yeah, I mean, you, you, you started this off with, you're not a foodie and you don't do this kind of stuff. Right. But this is actually something that you really did. And no, I did. Yeah. We, my wife and I were, were, we were down in Florida actually. And, uh, yeah, we went to a, a sushi cause I, I love sushi. I mean, yes, I, you I, do. anyone who's friends with me knows that that's what I take a lot of pictures of yes, <laughs> sushi. That's really cool sushi. And yeah. yeah, we did. We went to, uh, you, you appreciate the art and craft of sushi along I do. with the food. I do. Yes. Again, see, that's the whole experience and the culture and all of it's that. It's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful food. Yes. And I, I like it cause it's just the sushi <laughs> for the most part, unless you're getting the, you know, spicy mayo, which is not good for you and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> mayo is not and soy. Good typically a lot of soy is bad for men. Soy. Yes. But <laughs> you do want to burn fat. So. Right. No, but I, yeah, we did. Good. We went to a, it was a, a, a sushi chef. And he was he was Caucasian. Yeah. And I think I said this on the podcast that he, he was he was blowing away Japanese sushi chefs, which is right. not easy to say. Really brilliant and not guy. Not easy to do. No, really brilliant <laughs> yeah. guy. He had a couple yeah. stories where he was off in, out in, like in San Francisco, where it's huge, mm-hmm. and he was winning awards. And he, I mean, really, I will say the food was amazing. And it was actually a, a furniture store that at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Became this the sushi restaurant, and we sat up at a counter, and you know he, he brought everything with him, so he wasn't doing right. a lot of prep there. Yeah, um, I took a lot of pictures, and I have one of those you know video picture frame things yep. that are up in our kind of our kitchen, and I always I'm like, oh there, I got it has video and picture on it, which right. I recommend highly because you get video. <laughs> and a couple of the best things I've ever had came from this guy. Mm-hmm. One of them was a little bowl that had a lot of the, you know, it, he just it was a perfect combination of stuff. So yeah. yeah. We got, you know, we sat down, had the education beforehand, and it was an experience. It was only, I think, eight people at the at the yep. the, the bar with high top thing area, which I think mm-hmm. they served, you know, cappuccinos and stuff at, during at the, during the daytime. But they right. closed at night, and this guy came in and he was showcasing. Mm-hmm. I did follow up and find out he did not, it was not able to open up a restaurant yet, which was too bad because that mm-hmm. was really, you know, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is. I, but I'm sure he's making sushi somewhere. And I would know, hope it'd be yeah. it'd be an awful waste of talent if he wasn't. Right. Um, but yeah, those are cool. And I actually was my first and still only pop-up experience. And mm-hmm. I've since talked to my wife, said, God, we really need to find something like that here in Denver, out in California, somewhere. Yeah. Because th- that is a cool experience. Now, I do think, yeah, it's hit or miss. You got to get lucky. I was going to say, you know, I think the larger the well, city. Well, I've never been to a bad one. Okay. The larger the city, though, I think you might have more options. Probably. Maybe not, maybe not. But I still think you can find them there. But I think you're right. Why would you, if a guy's trying to, or a gal's trying to showcase Mm-hmm. what they're doing, they're going to really be putting it on, right? Yeah. So. Well, and so a great place to find pop-ups are culinary schools. How do you mean be more specific for our you, listeners? You call up the culinary schools mm. in your location because those are chefs that are coming out and they want to highlight and showcase their skills. And you say? And, and you say, I'm <laughs> interested in finding uh, some information on pop-ups. And how, can you help me Do you me guys have any information that? on any pop-ups that are in Yes. Town? You know, and how can I get on a list? So if, there's a, if you're lucky that. enough that there's a culinary school in that town that you're going to be mm-hmm. in or close by, it'd be a great example. Yep. Restaurant associations in each, you know, there's typically restaurant associations in every. And social media. Yep. And there social are, media. There are, I, I am belong to a pop-up group yep. here in Denver. 
no one ever posts on it because I, I don't know what it is. It's a badly ran group, I guess uh-huh. say, but you know That's what it's too bad. Happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there is one. And I joined it after that for that reason. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe we could. So know. people aren't posting that they're about to have a pop-up? No, this, this particular group, I don't think there's a lot of notifications. Or I'm so bogged down with nursing and allied <laughs> groups that I don't see it. <laughs> that could be. Which, you know, with the way, with the way some of the Facebook, you know. Algorithms. Work, yeah, it works now that you don't see everything. So that could be. I may have to go it back and revisit it. But it's really good. It it's is. a really good. This is one of those things that is can be a game changer for you as far as what you like to eat, the type of food you eat, yes. discovering new things. Yep. You mentioned Indian food, you know, that yep. I mean if you if you just you know, maybe you don't like me, you don't think you like it that much, you've mm-hmm. tried it and you don't really enjoy the taste of everything having curry on it and nothing not having curry on it. <sighs> That's a misconception. No, it's real. That's no, why I don't like Indian food. No, no. It's always the same. It tastes exactly the same. No, it doesn't. It does to me. But people can say that. I think people say it about Mexican food. I think people say it about Italian food. Mm-hmm. People can say that about, you know, Asian food. Well, again, that goes back to culture. But it does. I mean, that, but that's yeah. why I love going and I feel like I'm in the mood for Mexican. I'm in the mood for, right. for sushi. I'm in the right. mood for Italian, right? So that's what yeah. I like. You never say, you know, I'm in the mood for British food. Right? <laughs> fish and chips. I'm in the mood for fish wrapped in newspaper and... I'm telling you, I've had Bangers that experience, and, and it is good. No, in the paper, but, but yeah. the pop-up stuff is really cool, and I like that. And then, they are, you know, so it's a really great way to mm-hmm. good, a good thing to explore. The other thing I would recommend, if you ever can experience farm to table, definitely go to one of those. And typically, they're outside. Um, I mean, you could do them both. I've seen them both, but the one that I've done the most is. In Colorado, we have a wine country, which is Palisade, kind of close to Grand Junction, which is another great travel spot, which I would recommend going to. Um, they wine, There are a lot of the wineries around there do farm-to-table food pairings with wine. And, you know, it's, again, it's farm-to-table, so there's a lot of farms around there and wineries. And, and so it's I would think of the quality to, of food would be very fresh, very amazing. Uh, it's amazing. And the omega-3s you get from that beef. I know. And that chicken, oh, right? Same with Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend highly looking Not for Not a lot of bad tables. omega-6s on those and that kind of meat, right? It's all going to be a good no, we stuff. we want good omega-3s. We get too much bad omega-6. Um, yes. We talked about culinary schools. We talked about groups. I definitely think there are, you know, when you get to a town, you can search for groups, you know, best places to eat yeah. in wherever you are. Um, I think locals are a great source of information. Um, Local people that live in that town. Uh-huh. Yeah, whether that be, you know, patients that you're, you're talking to patients that you're talking Bingo, to people right. that live there every right. day and what a great conversation starter, you know, yeah. um, fellow workers, healthcare providers, maybe the guy, the landlord that you're renting this place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, those are awesome ideas i will say that i you and i both agree that we tend i really don't i don't like using yelp and i tend to not like using well Google. let's talk about that for a second At, meaning trusting their ratings right yeah that's what i was going to talk about it's it's you have to be careful on stuff like that it yeah. is it is there are it's advertising right it you is, pay yeah. to have your thing although again here's another story we were in san diego about a year ago a little bit a year ago my family and i was like our last trip for my daughter like she was senior in high school right yeah as far as like our fall thing uh-huh. and i did use yelp but i was very careful to make sure i got past the we should say why we don't like yelp 
Well, but wait, we I, but but I got past the promoted ones, mm-hmm. and then I started looking at you know because there was one that I you know, let's just go grab something fast. Mm-hmm. I want a salad Sushi. or something, and no, and <laughs> oh. my son wanted some wings, and so I'm like, I found a place that was like five minutes away, and we ended up going there like two or three times because it was really inexpensive and it was, and it was a great place. It was good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And it was right there, and I was like, so I, you know, you can use the proximity thing mm-hmm. if you're in a rush for time. So go ahead. I mean, yeah, we we don't use Yelp because we were told not to. No, I mean, no, I got, I got turned on to a video on YouTube about how Yelp really holds small businesses hostage and you can find it. Just Google it. I I would say it's not, it's not different from our business, right? Yeah, No, it's not. Facebook can hold a a small travel company agency hostage Hostage, for sure. And we've seen that. So it's real. Yeah. And and we don't like that. And it goes back to the whole thing about how very rarely does someone take the time to give a review for something that was great. Right. I've been in this industry. I actually do that. Right. Mm-hmm. But people are really good. I actually am one of the people I'm hesitant to give a bad review on something. I feel so bad about it. You know, but, well, uh, I'm remembering you in the podcast, you had a great story about sour cream chicken. Oh, that, that we used that, that was at the prefix dining, which we might as well, well let me get, before we get there really quickly, the vibe of an area. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, when you're in a city and you're exploring, you can get the general sense that this is kind of an up and coming area. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of three or four in downtown Denver and surrounding areas in Denver that are up and coming, they're edgy and cool, and there's new cool restaurants in there. And one thing that I've seen, um, some foodie travelers do is they'll, find an area like that and then commit to trying to try all these restaurants in this, you know, vibey kind of Mm -hmm. um, section of the city. And, and the other cool thing they do is they don't just, you know, they try breakfast, they try lunch, they try dinner, they mix it up. And, you know, so it's, you're, you're getting to try a lot of different things made a lot of different ways, you know, a lot of creative chefs. Yeah. I like it. Um, Festivals are a great way. You get the big turkey leg and a stick, which they serve at any festival, whether it's a medieval festival <laughs> no, or a, no, a, no. a turkey leg and a stick festival. No. They have those? Yeah. Because I see them. Every time, every time I think of festival, I think of like the guy with well, the I'm Joker referring... outfit walking around with a turkey <laughs> You're leg. You're Renaissance Festival. Yes. And it's like... Okay, but I'm talking about more things like Denver has a cherry blossom festival, which you were not aware of until we did the podcast episode. Um, but... It's an Asian festival. And so you're going to get a lot of Asian foods. A lot of restaurants will be there, you know, food tabling there. And, you know, you can find good stuff there. International food markets are a great place to go to find different, you know, I mean, Asian markets will tell you where great Asian foods are that you might be afraid to go into. But that Asian market knows that those, you know, because they're probably buying their food from that market. Right, right. Um, that's a great place to go. Farmer's markets are a great place to go to find some great spots. Food trucks. You're always going to find food trucks. I think food trucks are a lot like um, the pop-up restaurant. I think a, a lot bit. of really yeah. good chefs. Start off that way now. Or, or stick with it like they that do. kind of business. Because, um, I mean, I'm not a food truck person. I think it's scared the shit out of me. Oh, <laughs> but, I love them. But, but here's what I'll say is that 
I know people that are like, oh, you got that food truck. Because there's there's a lot of breweries around here that don't have restaurants in Mm -hmm. places like that where the food truck will pull up and they're different. Oh, I like going Thursday night because I've got these three pull up. And I'm going, really? And they're like, yeah, it's amazing. And of course, I've seen stuff on on Food Network and other channels where it's the food truck stuff. And it looks like pretty darn good stuff. But I think it's hit or miss. So I would I've take the advice of somebody one. that says, I like this food truck, but I would not just walk up. I mean, I'm just me. I just yeah. don't walk up with the food truck. Yeah, I'll take that and go, what am I eating? Is this dog? Is this something? Uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> um. What? Which what, 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 what tells me another story. <laughs> okay. I, I, I've told you this one. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Many years ago, I was in a, I was in a, uh, a Chinese buffet restaurant. In Michigan, so, Florida? No, I was here. here? here. Okay. And I was with a buddy of mine, and, and I know we were story. walking in line. He's, he, the gal was adding the tray to the, you know, putting the new stuff in, which, I mean, those it's places meat. scare me. This is a long time ago, right? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even eat there now. And he's just sat up, and the young gal, he said, what, what, what is this here? <laughs> he, what, are we, what are you putting in there? Because it looked good to him. And she goes, it's, it's meat. And he goes, I know. What kind of He goes, what kind? He goes, what is it? What are we, what is, is it beef? It's just, it's just meat. <laughs> She got all mad and got that, you know, it's meat. So for a long time, we had this joke where it's just meat. So it's I'm like, meat. dude, don't eat the just meat. Just, that's, I kept saying that's code. That's just meat. I was just being, I mean, I asked as usual. But it's a funny story because she wasn't understanding. That told me she didn't know either. I'm like, so you don't know what you're actually putting in. But yeah, so I'm careful. So food trucks, I want to not get the just meat. It's just meat truck. So if you're looking for an idea. Have that be the name of your food truck. It's just meat. No, don't. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be a good seller. No. All right. I but I mean, so, you know, I live in, I live in a, like a, I mean, it's a small little town suburb thing off of Denver and we have a really vibrant truck, food truck ring. I mean, really in any given day. Circuit. circuit. It's called a circuit. I like that. In any given I, day. It seems like it should be called a circuit. On any of our our city websites are like, you know, food and restaurants in Parker, whatever. Well, don't these people like have people like chase them and follow them and try to figure the real popular do. ones? Some the ones do, I see but on TV they, do. they start their own Facebook pages yeah. and then they say, hey, I'm at this corner right. today. I'm and at it's that like corner a big, today. Not here so much, but I hear that when I'm, I'm watching like. Oh, no, we do like, it in Parker all the time. Trying to follow the ones that are really, really good. Yeah, there's a fish one that everybody loves and will follow. It will go wherever they park. And businesses love him because yeah. it brings in. Foot traffic, gotcha. you know, so. No, I think, I think food trucks, I think things you're, you're highlighting here are really good things to think about mm-hmm. to enjoy the food in right. places that you're seeing because a food truck's going to give you a completely different non, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, specific, mm-hmm. you know, area type food that you may not get. Right. I like that idea. If you're willing yeah. to trust it and I, not, not I, be like me. Yeah. Don't be like Mark. No, just, no, no that's a, that is, it should be the line of the progress. Don't be, be don't like Mark. Be like Mark. Um, and then finally, one of the, one of the most fun things I think that you can do, I think besides pop-ups are what's called prefix dining. Tell me what that is. Tell us what that is. Um, the, well, the name of a prefix, it, 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 it's like French, but it means fixed price. Okay. So what it does is it allows a restaurant and a chef to say on these particular days, you know, we're only serving this. Okay. Right, and a chef can get creative, and um, where you're going with is that the dinner costs one thing. 
Yes, you 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 you. you Sorry, know, I'm gonna cut the chase. That's okay. Me. You have di- you can choose from different things. Like I'll give you an example here. I'm gonna one in, in Golden, Colorado, that is really fun to go to. Maybe some of the examples you should use in podcasts would be like Miami, Florida. Well, or... I I mean, what what's wrong? What was wrong with Laramie, Wyoming? I mean, I just randomly grabbed it because it seemed like a dead spot. Okay, I get you. Well, you're okay. getting you're getting elevated there. You know, like it's not. But anyway, so I got, but what it does, I got her. I got her. I got her. I got her. I'm trying really hard. <laughs> It took me almost an hour, but I finally got her pissed. I know. I'm trying to keep this under an hour, and this is really cool. So it People allows... know me. They know what I'm, they know now what I'm, but I'm just trying to get a little bit I of... I know. That's what we do to each other. But yeah, so it, you can highlight and showcase menus, particular menus or ingredients or what's seasonal. Well, I would guess for the chef, it can also get rid of some food that he wants to get rid of. Not, not that it's whatever, but you know, yeah. that's, that's a well, real thing in restaurants. they buy it, they, they know what their costs will be. Yeah. And so it's very fixed. And that's when you were talking about your sour cream chicken example yeah but i don't know if we have time to go into that we but, don't, so, but, but yeah. i will tell you that it, if you listen to the podcast it's the mm-hmm. same guy that created bennigan's that was his yeah. restaurant too yeah and all it was was he created and no i think i was talking about the fact i don't think it was this one but he created a sour cream chicken which is delicious yeah but no fantastic one no because who wants to go buy sour cream chicken right. at a restaurant when there's so many other different but options? it was cheap it was cheap to make <clears throat> well i think i said in the, i think what he ended up doing is he kind of got creative and he put it in a, a like a crock and yes. the, the presentation it came out it was bubbling and that started to sell. So the, if you take that. Like, what's that? What's that? Almost like fajitas when you go walking through a sure. restaurant. But if it, you take that concept mm-hmm. of what you guys did with sour cream chicken and you said, okay, well, let's have a pre- prefix meal mm-hmm. and come up with a menu around sour cream chicken. And then it ends up on your menu. Right. People then are like, oh, my God, sour cream chicken's here. It's on the menu. Finally. Yeah. You know? It actually and was one of the, one of the, it was an amazing Recipe. I mean, he had a mm-hmm. he had a show in Chicago, uh, a cooking show that he was famous for a little while before the whole Benningham thing came. That's about. really so, cool. Yeah. So, but Joe, so just really quickly, I mean, like, there's one, like I said, in Golden, and it's called Abeja. So it's kind of a Spanish thing. Mm-hmm. And once, uh, um, once a month for three days, um, they have what they call their eighth a week of um, a, their week of prefix dining, and so you can pick. So for November, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to date it. No, you're going really, you're going real specific. I just want yeah. So in other words, you find a restaurant that does them, and then you find the dates, and you make a reservation, and you go. And how do you? So again, I'm trying to pull this. You want to get specific? I'm trying to give people some good advice. How do you find? How do you find a prefix restaurant? What do you look for? Well, the first time I found this one, I I I just simply googled prefix dinners in Colorado. Okay, that's perfect. That's what I wanted them to know because I wouldn't know to do this. So. That's a good thing for them to know if they yep. prefix dinner and it will help on a budget and probably make a reservation. Yeah. I think go in there because it probably has Now, in this particular place, will tell you what the menu is going to be because they've already planned it out. Right. Some don't, which is very fun and adventurous because you go, you don't have any idea what you're going to get, you know, and. Right. Well, I mean, I think this episode, I, I, again, we try to mix this stuff up because yeah. I, I want people to, I wonder what we're going to get next time. I mean, I did. Believe it or not, there really is a lot of rhyme and reason to why we did what we did. And I probably overthink this stuff as usual, but I'm one of those yeah. people like to, and I, I'm trying to create something that I think, again, 130 episodes, mm-hmm. this is episode recording number six. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a long way to go on this, mm-hmm. less way to go on the, on the podcast, yeah. but still a long way to go. We're not even halfway there. Mm-hmm. And, there are specific things along the way that I, I hope people stop and go, I don't really have an interest in this topic, 
but I'm going to listen or watch mm-hmm. this too because I think there were some nuggets here today. Yeah. That regardless of, you know, if you're into food, if you just, if you don't care, if you're just a, you know, you're, you're busy and you're fast, you're a fast food person because you, because of the nature of being a traveler, mm-hmm. you're really into culinary stuff or, you know, you don't care at all. Mm-hmm. There's, there were some things that you brought up, really good topics that are, that I think will give you some pauses. I mean, let's be honest, we're humans. We eat, we have to eat to do whatever. Yeah. Might as well enjoy it and get some experience and, from it. And uh, yeah, learn some and, and experience the culture that you're in, whether that's, you know, in the South and the North or, or a different culture. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Florida. I'm dealing with Asian food, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so, right. you know, that doesn't have to be I mean, man, in Miami, the first thing I'd be exploring are all the Cuban spots. Yeah. You gotta go to Stoney's when they're in season. Yeah. Very famous. I know. So, yeah. Anyway, anyway. it's, yep. I like it. Enjoy it's a good stuff. Enjoy the journey. It's part of it. We have a number of episodes that are like this. Enjoy the journey and also enjoy being there. I think yeah. it's important. So I hope this was helpful today. Again, wow. Came to talk again today, guys. Enjoy um, the journey. Yeah. We yeah. appreciate you guys listening and watching, and we will talk to you next time. See y'all.